escapes. I have. I've got a Justice League action. I've got a the Batman. The problem with the animated series is I've fucking basically memorized it, so it's hard to rewatch again. Mm. It's not its fault, but like, god damn, I've already seen all this. So you don't watch it the way I watch Scooby Doo, which is ensuring that I can still quote the entire movie in exact timing. Well, the problem was I I burnt it all out in one extreme fucking go, like, mm. you know, because I did for like three years, but that was also all I did. Mm. So it's hard to go back and enjoy it for what it is. <clears throat> Are you ready? Oh, I'm recording. Ladies and future boys, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds, the only podcast wearing underwear on the outside. My name is Toby DePollett, and this week we are talking fashion. Fashion of the cape and cow variety. Since Batman first donned the purple gloves and weird cowl with the Althees back in March of 1939, he has been through quite a few outfits, not all of them winners. Um, hell, he even had a goofy costume before that, but we will get to that shortly. Before we do... I'm joined by producer Kaya. Kaya, what is your favourite version of the bat suit? Um, I feel like I'm going to pick one by the end of this this day. You don't have like a when you picture like a exact bat suit. Like where where do you sit? Uh, look, I'm very basic girl. Hmm. He's usually wearing grey, black, shield. I like, I like the yellow logo, but I am a big fan of just, like, the standard Arkham version. It negates all the things I like about the, the yellow on the symbol to use that one, but I like Rebirth's version of the outlines. Mm, we did speak about that yesterday. That's, that's a cool compromise. I like that No, one. I'm going to pick one of these crap ones. Oh, okay. I'm just going to, like, 100% behind it. Okay. Well, I already mentioned it, so let's start right at the beginning. I think it's pretty common knowledge these days, but to avoid gatekeeping any of, of our knowledge or of our nerd trivia, uh, Bob Kane was known as the creator of Batman for a very long time. Very long. A very long time. Yep. Bob yeah. was a salesman type of guy. You know, he, he saw the huge success of Superman and decided to ride the Golden Age wave and put together his own version of these new fandangled superhero characters. Trouble was his character. This uh, Batman sucked. He got himself a ghost rider he met at in a party the previous year named Bill Finger, and Bill pretty much took Bob's character name and created everything else. Mm. Um, Bruce Wayne is his. The costume is his. The boy Wonder is his. Joker, Penguin, Two-Face, Scarecrow, Gotham City, etc, etc, etc. Unfortunately, he remained a ghost rider his whole life and died penniless and obscure, while Bob Kane was more or less a proto-version of Stan Lee for the remainder of his years. Yeah. Um, a, yeah, a time before Bill Finger is where we are starting this episode. The Bob Kane Batman. Oh. He wore red long johns like Tim Allen on the cover of Santa Claus. Um, he sports Bruce Wayne's iconic blonde hair and Robin's mask. Actually, the black trunks and he 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 had the black trunks and the boots. He looked like an almost finished Mister Incredible cosplay. I I like his wings. Yeah, the only hint of bat here is the wings. There is no cape, though. Big, wide bat wings that would make him unable to walk through doorways or fit in a car. Yeah. It's almost... Do you remember in Batman Returns, when Batman is escaping after the the Christmas lady dies at the tree light, and he, like, pulls up these big wings that don't make sense and he wasn't wearing them earlier? He's just got those stuck (laughs) on his costume at all times. You know what they remind me of? Hmm? Like, pool floaties. (laughs) Yeah. Like the weird inflatable, like, you, you can get pool yeah. floaty wings. That's what these are. Yeah. While I was looking at it, I, I was like, holy shit, he's like a, a Bob Parr from The Incredibles without the logo on the front. Mm. And also a big bat behind him. Yeah. He's just standing in front of a statue of some description. So how do you feel about that one? Do you think he would have stood the test of time in that outfit? Superman did, but this is... I don't know. I mean, Superman's had changes to his outfit as well. Yeah. So, it's not very menacing. It's really not. If I saw that man wandering around, I'd be like, "Mm, you want to pull your underwear up a little higher? Hmm. You want to, you know? Yeah, there's there's not much else to really say. Easter cosplay. Hmm? The cosplayability of that suit. Very high. I think I've seen one dude ever doing it, and that was a Google image, so I don't even know if you count it. 
I've never seen one in the wild. I'm just saying it would be a very simple suit to try and, like... There's not much in the way of trivia or mythology because this one obviously was never canon. Yeah. Like, it's not the one we got. So we will move on to, you know, after Bill Finger redid the design, we got the first appearance Batsuit. Um, It's certainly closer to the standards we know and have been using ever since. Um, The only real thing of note are the fact that the cow's ears are, like, ears. Hmm. They're they're on the sides, not the top. It's very odd looking. Um, it's not. It, it's part of the mask, not part of the suit. He's wearing like a morph suit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. Um. Yeah, it's like an elf. Maybe it's Wolverine's hair. Hmm. You know, um, the gloves were purple to make them more visible against the cape for us, the viewer. You know, like Mickey Mouse's white gloves. Which, look, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And those are really the only two main discrepancies to the standard. Yeah. Um, the ears are so bad. They look like a cheap knockoff version of Batman. Oh, I just found a really cute little Lego version. Yeah, he's in one it's of the games, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, that was. Um... So those two weird details, the gloves and the cow, d- refined themselves after a bit, and it stayed on course for the most part. In fact, I don't have much to report until things get weird in the Silver Age. The only pit stop I have is the 1943 Batman that appeared in serials on the cinema screen. Now, for everything good about this series, like introducing us to the Batcave, uh, the grandfather clock entrance, and giving us the first slim mustachioed butler version of Alfred... All useful things. It did oh, something. Oh man, I think I found a coloured picture. It, yeah, it did something that does not hold up, like making Batman and Robin U.S. government agents, creating Police Captain Arnold, even though Commissioner Gordon already been established, mm. and being anti-Japanese propaganda in the wake of Pearl Harbor. It was very racist. Oh god, yes. Um, the other misstep, the reason I'm going near this thing at all, is the bat suit. I've just realised there's a cut after we talk about Pearl Harbor, which is going to feel bad, but it's a dishwasher-related issue. Oh! I'm so- tells me to cut it out, then explains what we cut for. I just, I realised we're, we're about to, we're talking about anti-Japanese stuff, and then, like, a mysterious amount of time passes where we don't put anything to air, and I'm like, oh no. Dishwasher evidence now. You know what, leave it all in. Okay. I'm sick. Um... So, this Batsuit. It's not doing anything wrong necessarily. It's hard to tell with the conditions of some of these colorizations. They're clunky. Mm. Um, but I'm running the assumption that gloves, trunks, and boots are black, but the leotard is grey, and the cape and cowl are blue. And definitely impossible to see out of. Oh yeah, there's there's no vision there. Um, yeah, how do, how do you feel about this suit? Um, it looks like... Someone attempting maybe their second cosplay. I was thinking it's like there was a bat costume when I was a kid, like before the muscle ones. Yeah. You can go pause it. Bring me a carrot. Okay, I'll bring you a carrot. Oh my god, it is so long. Seventy-nine more minutes. Vegetable drop. Thank you. <sighs> this white noise in Out a lot of editing to do. Yeah, you poor bastard. I'm not going to be able to find it, but there was like a, like the children's costume before, before like the muscle suits of today, hmm. like the shitty ones you would get a big W or something. He looks like he's wearing one of those. That's what I'm saying. There's it's, something it's... so like. Just chill. 
Don't even look at me. I got paid, so it's exciting. You're sitting here judging me for what I do. Yeah, this costume does look haphazardly thrown together and just was not made to fit anyone. It was just a one-size-fits-all kind of it, whack it together. You know what probably happened? Mm. So they, they got everything working out. They're about ready to start filming. And then someone goes, hang on a second, we need a bat suit. And the costume designer was like, crap. <laughs> I was supposed I to have, do that months ago. I have a morph suit. Um, he wore boots today, so he can just wear those. Got a pair of women's swim trunks that come up past the belly button. That's the other thing about this suit. It's fifty percent underwear. There is a like titanium glittered belt. Why is it so like lacy? What's going on with that? It was the costume designer she was wearing that day. She had to take it off and lend it to them. I'm pretty confident it was taken off a Santa costume. They could have at least ironed the cape, which looks like it's strangling him because the cowl, I feel like it was supposed to be tucked under the morph suit. It is not. Yeah, it's flapping around all loose. (laughs) And really a lot of the pictures make it look like he's, you know, bare-legged, which just creeps me out. Um, The other thing... Is the fact that the bat symbol on it seems to have outlines. Like, it's an actual drawing of a bat. It's also teeny tiny. <laughs> like, it doesn't even reach his nipples. How big, mentally, is a good bat symbol to you? Do you, know, Do you it, like the tiny Tim Burton one? No, it has to be bigger. Has to be. Like, mm, there's a lot, there's I a don't, lot of different no, options. No, that's, that's a lot. I don't want it big, I want it long. I don't want a chunky boy, but I want something that's gonna like expand the chest. So you're not looking for the Dark Knight Returns one that's just like a fucking circle? No. 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 So something interesting about the show was that it later in life grew a cult following. As it, most things do. It would be laughed at in some cinemas and at the Playboy Mansion around 1965. Some theories claim that hanging shit on this series inspired the goofy camp style of the next live-action Batman. Batman 66. Yep. In 1966, Bill Dozier gave us Batman the TV series, starring Adam West in the role of Bruce Wayne. Uh, we are big fan- defenders of this series at the School of Wayward Nerds. Without that show, Batman would have been abandoned and left in the past, much like Bullet Man or Lady Satan. Mm. Like... I think people need to remember is this was the Silver Age. Batman was absolutely tanking. The only reason they made this show oh, is because dead. Superman was too expensive and Dick Tracy was taken. Yeah. This was like the third option. But it did put it on the map and inspired a lot of kids to appreciate Batman and a lot of those kids are the ones writing stuff. Time is passing, so I'm going to say like in the Bronze Age in the 90s. Mm-mm. So like you need it. Oh, it's without, not a, it's not a glam- Batman 66, Batman doesn't exist. It's the very awkward puberty phase. Yeah. Like, you, you, it's required, but you don't want to admit it. When, when you're going through it, you're like, yeah, it's good. Looking back, could have been better, but at the time. It's fun. No, um, Batman 66 is great. Yeah, there's a lot of camp charm in this bat suit. Um, I like it, but it does fall into the category of weird bat suits. The bat symbol is the symbol on his chest. It ain't very intimidating either. The symbol on his chest is there in order to cover his belly button. (laughs) Yeah, it's really low. (laughs) Is it it like the bottom of his ribs? Yeah, it's really... Bottom of his sternum, I should say. Yeah. It's like down here. Yeah, it's really low. Um, Yeah, it's not an intimidating symbol, but neither is Adam West as a character either. He's just kind of like a dude. Um... I wonder if that makes it better, because, like, I've always questioned, like, it makes sense now for Bruce Wayne to be Jack, Mm. but that's not, like, a very, he's he's a socialite, sure, he's handsome and charming, but he's not, like, spending hours at the gym every day. I like ones where he's kind of short. Not, like, Wolverine short, but I do like a confident, taller henchman, like, coming up to him, like, ready to start shit and just getting demolished immediately. 
I just... I've seen that in a few... The animated series did that a lot, because you'd always have, like, a henchman named Rhino or something, who's, like, just a big fucking don't, incredible don't shaped guy. Don't get me wrong. I love Adam West. Mm. He's a little frumpy. He's... Well, he describes it as more of, like, a Sherlock Holmesy Batman, which is probably why we appreciate it, because he should be a detective. Mm. If we want to see a hero punch shit, we'll read anything. No, because whenever we watch this show, we constantly comment on the fact of, like, Batman just sets up Robin. The fight and then Robin's like, oh, left! <laughs> yeah, he helps walk his friend through it, because he's having trouble. But Yeah, but Robin puts things together that no one possibly, <laughs> like... Robin's, Robin's only there because he's is. on the same level of, like, mental illness that Riddler's on, so he can understand those riddles. There's, there's some real autism going on. Yeah. And I mean that in the nicest of ways. But the... It's hard to explain, like, the way Adam West starts to roll his ideas together is him thinking he's a Sherlock Holmesy. Yes. Yeah. He's like, um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Batman. Kind of. But, like, um, the the symbol is weird. It's so little. The belt is ginormous. I'll get onto that. Um, in some behind-the-scenes trivia, during the fight scenes, the pockets on the belt are kitchen sponges. Yes. To avoid hurting his, like, hip or something if he falls down. But that said, it looks like half of the crap that should be in his belt is in his pants. Well, yeah, that fucking bat shield don't fit in there. Remember that thing? That big Perspex shield that, that he just so kind of like tucks behind his cape we, and we you'll see it drop to the ground. <laughs> we were like, where are you planning to put that? Yeah, that's good. That's kind of why it's fun though. It's not trying very hard. Um, the main detail that puts it on this list though is the cow. Mm. It, it has eyebrows. It does have eyebrows. How would you know what his expression is otherwise? I don't know. It's usually not the appropriate expression anyway. He's not that <laughs> no, grumpy of a dude. <laughs> yeah, so the cow. The kind of peters off into a, like, satin, tucked into the cape, but over the suit. Again. Just, <laughs> again, flapping like, around loose. I feel like there was, like, a dressing note that said, I think it's just to keep him from getting choked. And, and they're then like, again. Nah. <laughs> um, Yeah, and you've got the white square and the eyebrows painted onto it. It's I, No, no, his nose is blue. Yeah, but it has, like, a, a square outline of more white on it. It's blue. And then he has white eyebrows. It is very weird. I am looking it's at a weird photo, decision. I can tell you. I know, we've got the Lego model. It's, it's a little cow. It's wonderful. Mm. I wonder if his gloves were stitched onto his suit. Uh, no. Because they look very silky. I've seen them, you know, like, in auction houses and stuff. Mm. I think all the, all the Robin ones as well. Good thing they didn't have smartphones back then. As someone who has worn gloves, really hard to use an iPhone with silky gloves. Yeah. I think I ended up cutting out, like, the fingerprint of one of my fingers. I don't want to, like, wander too far off the bat suits here. Because mm. we'll be here forever talking about goofy stuff. But I do have to get how weird the Batgirl cycle is off my chest. Why does it have, like, lacy curtains on it? No, sir. The Batgirl intro music. No, that's the way to... I do not have time for that trauma. That is the worst. I'm so glad they used it twice and then threw it in the bin. Good. It just... It has, like, tassels on it. It's very weird. I don't know. I don't understand it it's for a minute. It's so that you know she's a lady. Hmm. Look, for every goofy thing about the designs of this Batman series, the Batmobile is still one of the most... Like iconic winners, it's like that and the Tim Burton one. Bat cycle's still pretty good. The Anton Firth model, so yeah. Probably the bat cycle from this one. Um, do you have any other thoughts about the um Adam West suit? I just feel like someone needs to like. It's a little purpley too. Grab it from the top and like pull it up. <laughs> the suit itself is hunched <laughs> over in a straight standing man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> While Adam West was controversially reinstating Batman on the map. The comics were scrambling. Mm. Uh, like I said, it's the Silver Age, man. Batman did not fare well in this era. Um, it was sci-fi central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. We were doing um, Struck by Lightning, Lightning, Chemicals Flash. We've got um, Space Cop Green Lantern coming in. Everything Stanley did. Gamma Radiation Hulk. Radioactive Spider. It's all, it's all sci-fi in the Silver Age. And Batman is a noir detective, much like our Shadow episode. 
They, look, they were men that were made to exist in the period they were created in. Hmm. There was no thought for what happens next. Yeah, no one was Because predicting. people always thought that, like, detectives would be a thing. Hmm. Which they are. Like, they're still detectives still in the police thought now. Look at how many Sherlock Holmes movies there's been recently. It's the dishwasher telling you that you paused it. I know I paused it. I was there. Um, but, like... It's, like, it's the same argument that I have with Shadow. It makes sense for them to exist in the period they were created. Hmm. They don't fare as well outside of it. Yeah, they struggle outside of it. And Batman would have been fine sticking to his normal stuff, but it was the sci-fi that was selling. So he, he was getting pushed to do goofier and goofier shit. Um, oh, it's the, and that's um, what gives us some very good examples of dumb bat suits. Oh, yeah. So let's start with Detective Comics 241. Hitting the shelves in 1957, this issue featured a case involving a stolen high-tech camera. Um, during the opening scenes, though, Dick Grayson saves a girl from being hit by a car and injuring his arm in the process. So Batman needs to do something stupid to distract onlookers that Robin isn't using both his arms. Yay. So when Batman rolls up again, full red get-up. And I don't mean Batman Beyond or Hellbat or anything like that. It's, it's more... It's very pink. It's more like infrared Batman with proton disc backpack action figure. Um, I'm going to ask you to rate all of these color ones once I've run through the list. So think I, about... I found the 241 cover, okay. which has all of them. It has actually more than featured. Oh. Because when Funko did all the pop vinyls of this, of this era, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Um, I'll get, I'll get a purple one, because that's a cool colour. And then I realised it's not in the fucking comic. I'm like, oh no, fake nerd. But you'll find he's on the cover, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't see that one. He, he is, he's wearing, he's wearing a grey leotard, because they just couldn't be fucked. <laughs> it's the Silver Edge Batman, what are we doing? I like the fact that in this, they distract you from it. In, um, 66, they just put his cape over his arm. There was multiple times where I was like, why is Bert strapped up? Yeah, he's wearing a sling in some shots, yeah. <laughs> like, they clearly have his arm, like, wrapped, bandaged, like, slung up, and then they've just pulled his cape the whole way around his body to cover it. <laughs> yeah, it did, did look very funny. <laughs> he looks like a little, like, um... What's the Spanish bullfighters? I don't know, bullfighter, as far as I know. Yep, so he's wearing the red... Yeah, the red and lightish red variant. It's pink. That's <laughs> the most magenta suit I've seen in my life. Yeah. And that's not, like, the underwear outside the pants. That's a mini skirt. I have seen lots of girls wearing them in recent times. You were very square briefs in this era. Everything's very blocky in general. Um, so the next time Batman shows up, he's in blue. And I don't just mean, like, the blue cow and cape like he does occasionally. I'm talking, like, the denim knight. Like, <laughs> his jeans now. <laughs> I'm going to fucking rip that dishwasher out of the, out of the damn kitchen. <laughs> so the public kind of shrug and don't get what he's doing. And um, next thing we know, we have the sorry, the quote-unquote golden age. Um, they call it gold, but it is daffodil. It is daffodil as fuck. Yeah. Um, then it's all orange. Then St. Patrick's Day green. And running out of basic colours, he then shows up to a, like, shooting range wearing a white costume with a bullseye where the bat symbol normally is. It's a very large bullseye. Yeah, there's one on his cape, too, I noticed. Oh, really? Mm. Nice. So, <laughs> I like that he gets shot during that scene. It's like, yeah, duh. That is gonna happen. Yeah. So he caps off the adventure like a corporation during Pride Month in a full rainbow. Mm. Um, what, what do you think of all of them, Kyle, now that we've seen all the appearances? Um, it's... As a whole... Which is your favourite of the weird colours? I'm going to say purple. It's more of a lavender, if we're, like, really arguing here. Hmm. Just from the cover? Yeah. What's your favourite one in action? Then none of them are very, like... <laughs> none of them really suit the dark detective that we've come to know and love. No, imagine, it doesn't... Imagine him trying like... to be stealthy, looking like American cheese. I like that he thought this was what was going to distract people from the fact that Robin's injured. Yep. Like, wouldn't it have just been easier to be like, Just oh, don't bring him. Robin's injured. Just don't bring him. It's fine. 
that's a, like, they, uh, 100%, it was never meant for this purpose. Mm. But it has really helped with, like, merchandising today. Yeah. Because who, who doesn't like a rainbow Batman? Yeah. Look, I was a child with action figures during the 90s. So there's a nostalgia for weird colored Batman costumes. Seriously, this topic becomes like a seven or eight parter once we start going into the fucking toy versions of Batman. Yeah. Like green Batman reminds me of Ambush Attack and the golden orange reminds me of the gold variant of Wing Blast Batman. Both ones I had as a child. Um, at any rate, Robin didn't do anything that required both his hands if you read the full issue anyway. So at the end of the day, I think they just wanted to put some fun covers, fun costumes on the cover to sell some issues. Maybe they ran out of, like, great ink. This was the era when they were doing covers and, like, story titles before coming up with a story. Yeah. And sometimes you can tell. I'm, I'm going to say that they ran out of grey and they were just like, we have this abundance of primary colours. That's probably possible. You know, Hulk was grey the first few issues until Marvel couldn't afford to keep doing grey. Yeah. That's why, 100%, that's how this works. They were like, we only have enough grey to do, like, one thing. Oh shit, it's like, um, it's like when candy companies do the guess the flavour and it's just like, they're emptying out their vats, so it's just like a mixture of whatever they had lying around. That's why Batman's wearing those. It's when we print notes and you go, Kyle, why are my notes maroon? And I'm like, because I didn't have black. Yeah. (laughs) I thought if I made it really dark, you wouldn't notice. Alright, ready to move on? (laughs) Yeah. Are you happy with Rainbow Batman? Do you like that it keeps coming back occasionally, like they used it in Brave and the Bold? They used it in, like, this one variant cover. I do like that, you know, rather than being like, oh my god, we need to, like, sweep this one. They're just like, let's embrace it. The the irony is that some creators wear it with pride. Yeah. Yeah. So a few years after Rainbow Batman, Detective Comics 247 would come out and introduce readers to the ferocious fiend, Zebra Man. (laughs) A scientist turned crook named Jake Baker um, discovered that all energy has quote-unquote lines of force. Um, I don't know what that means. It makes me think about, like, airbending from Avatar. You know how you shouldn't technically be able to see it, but it's always, like, lines. I, I was thinking, like, when you drop a pebble into water and it, like, boop, 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 boop. Oh, yes, yes. A ripple is, mm. is the word you're looking for there. Um, no, bloop, 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 bloop. Yep, so old Jakey builds a machine that would charge his costume with so much energy and force it would become visibly lined with black and white lines of force. <laughs> Hence Zebraman. Um, while on the case, Batman and Robin find Zebraman's hideout, and a classic dumb boy adventurer Robin accidentally turns on the machine. The lines of force... What does this button do? Yeah, he fucking... Yeah, he just either does that or just walks in, or, like, either way, it's not smart. Um... Batman gets shot, and now he's Zebra Batman. Um, eventually, Batman saves the day and thwarts the evildoer, but for a brief moment in time, there was Zebra Batman. Mm. How do you feel about that one? Um, I feel like there's too many lines on his suit. I like that they're on it, his face and shit like as well. fingerprint Batman. Mm. <laughs> um, also, his cape is dangerous. It is just spikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. and forceful. Like, they are, it, it looks like it wouldn't, like, fall like a cape. There's it looks great... like it's just, like, plastered out to the side of him. There's some great moments in the book, too, because he's radiating with force like a fucking Super Saiyan character. He's like, Robin's like, oh no, he's like, no, don't come near me, old chum. If, if you touch me, you'll get, like, blown off. Because, like, he touches a tree and it explodes. Well, that's on the cover that I'm looking at. Mm. I don't know if it's, like, the original one. There's a, like, street lamp completely concave and, like, broken out of the ground. There's a car that looks like it's about to take off in the background with a bunch of people screaming after it. Mm. Reminds me of when you played, um, Mafia 3. <laughs> yeah, that car floated away. Um, uh, there's, there's another bit where it's just this mum and child and the kid's like, Oh my god, it's Batman, can I go over and, like, say hi? And mom's like, no, no one can go to here ever again. And he just looks sad. (laughs) I love that Zebra Batman is one of the most powerful Batman because he's like, he can force push shit like Star Wars. He has his own atom bomb. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got a little bit of a Captain Adam danger to him. Nice. Yeah. Um, so to round out our tour of Silver Age fashion, we have one more. Okay. Batman issue 113 from 1958. Uh, the Zurin R Batman. Most people know of this red, yellow, and purple Batman as the spare personality Bruce Wayne keeps in his back pocket, but Grant Morrison just isn't very good. And frankly, a spare Batman in Batman's brain is just as dumb as the original plotline. Me trying to explain it to you yesterday is evidence of that. Yeah. So Silver Edge Batman is out and about when suddenly he is teleported to planet Zoranar. Um, He is brought there by a scientist named Tlano, who has been monitoring Batman's exploits and has grown inspired by what he has witnessed. He has built himself a Batsuit, and the Double Dark Knights go out and beat up alien robots. After the little, you know, fun adventure, uh, Bruce is sent back home with a little goodie called the Bat Radio, which was used to make the robots visible. Um, as far as, like, Silver Age bat suits go, this one definitely gets the most reuse, especially because of the Grant Morrison stuff. Mm. I'm sure you've seen it before. How do you feel about it? Um, it's stupid. <laughs> it's very stupid. It's like... Someone took the original suit and was like, I'm going to try and make it canon. And then... Oh, you reckon the red's a reference to the OG stuff? On the yellow's the blonde. Purple's the gloves. And then... Wow, you've put more thought into this than any human. And then halfway through they were like, oh, this is a stupid idea, but we're too far into this. Let's just go with it. You know what he kind of looks like now? Is when you Iron see people. Man? No, no, it's when you 3D print something and you haven't painted it yet, so it's just random filament colours. Yeah. That's what it makes me think of now. Obviously, that's not what they were going for in the, in the fucking 50s. But. No, it feels like they've taken, like, Iron Man or something and. No, put, I'm, put I'm, sticking, I'm sticking to my thing. They were trying to. It's just they, referencing all the OG colours. They, they saw everything else, like, gripping on its original designs and they were like. We're going to bring it back. And then they did it and they were like, oh no. And so it was never touched again. So, which version of Zoranar do you prefer? Inspired alien? In a reality that has aliens that look like Superman, so just people. Hmm. Um, Build buff people. Or Batman hypnotising himself to have a spare Batman if his brain's ever hypnotised. Or broken. The alien... One is less stupid. That's a really hard thing to say. (laughs) The funny part being that, like, Graham Morrison would also take the people inspired by Batman idea and make him into a franchise like Krispy fucking Creams when he did Batman Incorporated. Yeah. It's it's not great. Nope. (laughs) I really don't like it. I don't... I don't find it as, like, upsetting as you. I also just he found look, a fan art. He looks art. like the floor of a fucking McDonald's. I also but just found okay. a fan art that makes it look like his um, little underwear outside the pants are, like, denim short shorts. Yep. That, I was like, just, I'm clearly looking at the wrong reference here. Yeah, put a, add that to the pile. Just, just keep pushing the costume. Give him shorts. Give him sunglasses. Alright, so are you happy with this? You ready to move I'm on? I'm not happy with this, but I'm happy to move on. Okay. Aside from the few times Clark put a, pulled the old switcheroo, Tlano was one of the first people, aside from Bruce Wayne, to be the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, next on my list of weird bat suits is another guy putting on his own spin on the Dark Knight. Hey, Mr. John Paul Valley. Oh, Mm-hmm. Alright, so way after the Silver Age, 1993 to be more specific, Bane came into the Wayne Manor and broke the bat. Everyone. Broke the bat, bat. That's right. After that, uh, Bruce decided to find a replacement. He found it in John Paul Valley, who had shown up in a miniseries called The Sword of Azrael. He had been programmed as a child to become a religious assassin, but Batman had broke him free, so he'd been attempting the to um, vigilant. He, he had he was the vigilante. He had the opposite storyline of um, Duke Grayson. Yeah. Religious assassin. Yeah. Circus boy. Opposites. Um, no, like, 
Batman really was like, here, Dick, come and live in my house and be friends with me. And he was like, Azrael, I'm going to save you too, but you go over there. Yeah, you bloodhaven first. <laughs> so this brings us more or less to the Azrael Batman suit. Mm. The common knowledge one, like the, the one we see the most, is the blue. But it ended up being switched to red for a while towards the end as well. Mm. Like a... um, Like a second player of a, of a fighting game how they just got the slight color swap yeah that's what it makes me think of um yep yeah, classic 90s tropes hit hard here we're talking huge bulky shoulders spikes everywhere and claws it's clear we were living in the spawn times it's it's very um if transformers and batman and just a bunch of spikes had a baby <laughs> just spikes just spikes it's very pointy. Mm, yeah, very. The thing I remember most about it is the wrist gauntlets that machine gun little tiny batarangs out. Yeah. Do you have a favourite part of the suit? What's the highlight here? I'm just confused by <laughs> all of it. It's the 90s, man. What, what Artists were what's dangerously the little, like, insane. What's thing? The what? I think I'm looking at the wrong picture. I'm trying that to... guy. Yeah. What's what's that thing? That's Has just he a... just got like a peephole? It looks like a head flight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. And his boots are connected to his pants, which are like That's a That's the weirdest part. He's, he's wearing like long johns again, but then just whacking like the whole front end of an SUV on the top half. I Got no knee protection. No, but like, either those pants are cutting off the circulation to his legs because they're so like they're painted on. I don't even think there's that many muscles in your legs. Oh, yeah, everyone was stupid muscly in those days. I mean, that's when Ben came from. I understand, but I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's definitely a fucking weird it one. It hurts my brains. How do you feel about? All right, let's let's let's. And then you said it's to confusing me to look at. We gotta we gotta focus this a little. How no. do you feel about the cow like ear length? Because that's a topic the ear people length get is mad okay. At. They're really short, aren't they're they? They're really short. They're like Ben Affleck size. But but his head is so square <laughs> that like he's made and, out of Tupperware containers. And but the problem with the reason why his ears seem so short is because his cow flicks up like. The villain from Snow White, but if she had a small head. His belt doesn't wrap the whole way around his body. It stops, it like, stops at the buckle. above his hips. Yeah. There's no buckle. Yeah, there so is I mean, no it's, buckle. No, I mean it abruptly stops where the buckle is gone. There is no way he can wipe his butt while he is wearing those gloves. Mm. They look like icicles attached to the bottom of a Land Rover. Alright, now for the tricky part, Kaya. How do you feel about the bat symbol on the suit? Where? <laughs> Where is the bat symbol? The uh, only they didn't draw it all the time, it's just sometimes. Is a Batman is the ears on the cow. See the bat symbol's like that. No, he has a little light switch. He does yeah, it's below the light switch. It's very faint. You'd think it's just like gloss and shine and metal. No. Imagery. It's not always there. I don't accept. No. This is not Batman. This is if a spike and a transformer and something else had a baby. I do not accept this as my Batman. Well, how do you feel about Azrael, like, post that costume? Do you you like the Azrael normal suit? Like, when he's being Azrael? If if you don't know Azrael, he's like a Knights of the Round Table-y kind of dude. Hmm. I've just found, like, a chrome, um, like, action figure one, and it looks like it's a lightsaber, and I'm even... He looks like a lightsaber. Well, no, he comes with... His little action figure is a lightsaber. Hang on, I'm going to show you my reference image here. The fuck is that? Well, for one, it's completely silvered out, so I don't know what to make of that. That's not based on anything. Look at his little lightsaber! Azrael had a flame sword, but that's not even fire. Like It's a lightsaber. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm sorry, I'm really mad. I, I like the Arkham version of Azrael. The, it's very nice Templar looking. Mm. 
So yeah, he he's um he's it's had a glow up. That's for sure. Stupid. So yeah. All right. I just uh, don't like it. I have nothing against Azrael, but my god, man, do you just. Just tone it down. They punished his ass too. Like, do you remember during No Man's Land when, like, he's trying to be a vigilante and trying to make up for, like, being such a cock and he's, like, trying to do the right thing and he gets struck by lightning? <laughs> it just... Like, oh, uh, the creators, you know, your creators are your gods. You know, they visit God and it's Stan Lee in the Marvel book. But, like, it's the same shit where the, where the gods are clearly like, yeah, fuck him. As weird as it sounds, I didn't necessarily take much notice of it while reading Detective. Sorry, I just found Azrael Batman cosplays. And... <laughs> it's just people falling over because it's so want, top heavy. If you want to feel good about yourself, Google that. I've got these two here. Well, they're doing the best. It's not a great costume. <laughs> they've, they've done really well considering. You know the weirdest part? I didn't really notice it while reading Detective. That's in what order. you said, and I was so confused by how could you not work well, out that he looked like yeah, that. Hear me out, because Nightfall is a very long going arc. Like, it went for fucking ever. Mm. Not just part three with Azrael, but the whole thing in general was crazy big. John Paul began in the normal Batsuit, and it slowly upgraded and altered to match how he wanted to do things. Like, he put on the gauntlets and was still wearing the normal Batsuit for a long time. Like, yeah. it was a very slow build that it became this. You know what I mean? It's So what you're telling me is it was kind of like the original Power Girl, when no one was paying attention, so he just increased the bus size by a cup every time until someone turned around and went, what is this? Yeah, but John Paul was, like, slowly 90s fine, radical elating, extremism in his Batsuit. <laughs> Yeah, it was good storytelling, because by the time it looked like it did, it was very clear John Paul was not the Batman we wanted or needed. Um, Makes you miss Bruce. Yeah, hence why Bruce Wayne had to step back up and take the title. Another thing I like about the suit was that that was kind of the fucking point. See, Bruce Wayne was old. We're in the 90s now. Um, yeah, he's like 100 years. Yeah, we've killed off um, we've killed off Superman because he's too old-timey. We're introducing Silver... Like, we're, we've... It's not even the Silver Age anymore. It's like we're introducing so many new radical things. Because everything had to look... Yeah, everything had to look like a Mountain Dew commercial. Yeah. Um, So, DC were being pushed to change things up for the new and fresh and extreme world of the 90s. So what they did was create the most extreme opposite of Bruce Wayne they could to show what a crummy Batman that would be. So when Bruce Wayne returns, everyone's happy. The folk that missed him and the folk that wanted a new Batman and were now careful what they wished for. It's, it's pretty smart, really. Yeah. They're like, oh, you want a hip new trendy one? We'll give you a hip new fucking trendy one, dickhead. Everyone's like, uh, we changed our minds. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you've got that third party being like, why didn't he pick Dick Grayson to be Batman? Yeah, rude. He got to it. You got Eventually. there later. Yeah. So let's tangent from false one false Batman to another. Do you remember Endgame? As in the Marvel movie? No, the Batman one. But not the No Man's Land one. The other Batman one. Mm. They use that word a lot. Endgame. I bet you there's more that I haven't read too. Like you What ch- game are they playing? The end of it. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's wrapping up. When did it start? What are the rules? I'm assuming this... Oh. What are the costumes? Now, fuck you, it started during Death of the Family. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Actually, I'm Deputy has an answer. Wrap it up, folks, we're going home. So, this arc is lost in the depths of my long boxes. Mm-hmm. So to summarise quickly and <laughs> with not enough context to make it sound like anything, Batman got Lazarus Pit Juice in a head wound after yet another final battle with the Joker. And it cured Bruce Wayne's sadness, and he forgot his time as Batman, and now works at a daycare or something. It was a weird time, not gonna lie. Um, so, Powers Enterprise, which you might remember from Batman Beyond. Don't you don't like that guy? No, remember that's Blight. Oh. Um, yeah, they buy Wayne Enterprises because the CEO died, so the company went away. Um, not how that works. He's also not dead, so don't worry about it. Um, fuck it. Um, Alfred's got one arm in this book, in this bit. Rude. Yeah. So, um. 
How's he going to draw a bath? So Power Enterprise and the police force start looking to make a new Batman to fill the role. Problem is Dick Grayson is off being Archer for some fucking reason. Jason Todd's doing the Arsenal's book. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of the Robins are tall enough, frankly. Either Damien or Tim, they're just little fellas. Yeah. Their closest approximation to the Bat family was Commissioner Gordon. I see you looking at me like I'm making this up. This portion of the episode... No, no, (laughs) no. Hang on a second. I'm going to buy Wayne Enterprises because Bruce Wayne is no more. But also, for some reason, Batman's not showing up. Everyone that could possibly pretend to be Batman is not currently within the city. Let's make it Gordon. Well, he has the bat signal. But he's going <laughs> to shine it for himself? That was the reasoning, I guess, is that he's, he's in the bat family. It's either him or Alfred. That's so, all we've got. Is the Bat family coming to this decision? Because the way you said it, it means that Powers is coming to this decision. No, I mean, none of the other people could step up and fill in the role. So they're like, oh, I guess we've got no Batman now. Oh, well. You, have you ever seen the pictures of, like, the little girls wearing their mom's wedding dresses? Yeah. I really just want to see Damien dressed as Batman, but it's like... <laughs> I can I can do that for you. I can find you that. It's pre... It's like toddler Damien. He finds the cow that um Talia kept. I'll find the picture after we record. Don't I, I, re- I remember my niece trying on my brother-in-law's gridiron helmet when she was, like, two. Mm. And that's fun. Okay. It doesn't fit. Don't look for it now, look for it later. Well, you started talking, so I was like, oh, I got a minute. I got a second? No, no okay. seconds. Okay, um. Only so days. This portion of our episode spreads further than just Batman. Alright? Mm-hmm. Let's start with James Gordon himself. I still remember the genuine gut reaction to seeing him shave off his mustache. Ugh. Right? And then he keeps going around the sides of his head. Now Commissioner Gordon, the one who you picture in your head, is a slim down man with a thick short mohawk. Did, was and no mustache. Was he afraid that like the cow was in his head? There's no fucking reasoning whatsoever, god damn it. <laughs> You'd see the mustache, but why he kept going, I have no idea. I don't I don't get it. I don't like it. You don't like that? No. That's fair enough. No one did. Um, <laughs> so then they whack him into a skin type bat suit. Which is fine. It's not the main event costume, more like the undergarment. How do you feel about that one? Mm, I suppose it's okay. It's like a it, because it's just a skin tight blank thing with not much going on. It does remind me a little bit of Batman Beyond. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't have a full face and it's got a yellow symbol, but it's especially because it's Powers Enterprise funding it. It's like it's it's like the middle ground between classic Batman and a Beyond suit. It's like in there somewhere. I'm not mad about that one, though. Um, but we got to put Batman into something more armoured and police forcey, And this is what we've grown to know as the Bat-Rabbit, or the Transformer. Hmm. Um, I did love that Gordon himself referred to it as, quote, worst idea in, his- in the history of Gotham, which makes me wonder if it was a Scott Snyder idea or something higher-ups wanted him to write. I don't like it either way. How do you feel about it? It's the, the the ears on this cow are rabbit ears. Yeah. It's got sirens on it. I just... Because if there's anything you want to be really connected to at any point in the last, like, 30, 40 years, it's the police force. That's who you want to be fucking associating with. Yeah, they've messed up again. On a scale of Azrael to Gordon Batman, which is worse... Oh, that's a bad scale. I think the Gordon one might be worse. But because, I think that's like, just because we like Gordon. I like Gordon the way he is, but that's... Azrael just kind of Azrael, no, and at least they had a good Straight up from reason. a visual standpoint, Azrael is such, like, a peak 90s, like, look at how 90s I am. Yeah. And the Commissioner Gordon one just is, like... There's... It's unnecessary. There's, there's nothing going on that's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I like his little blimp hideout. That was kind of cool. And, like, we got Bloom in that run as well, mm-hmm. which was a very fun time, but it felt like such a weird floundering moment in New 52 Batman history. Like, do you remember after it, 
how they had to put Bruce Wayne into the machine he built to re-traumatize him into being Batman again. It's Why did they just, do that? Everything about it is so wrong. Mm. And I don't like it. It has like little um, turrets on the shoulder, if I remember. Oh, I don't have it up. Well, it looks bad. Um, we did like that they used it as like an Imaginex fucking toy set that one time. It looked cute as an Imaginex. Well, because you unfolded it and had a little bat cave living in it. This is true. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just mm. <laughs> questions. Um, by the way, who's your um tiny Damien in the cow? Oh, I freaking love it. It's like the one good thing he did. <laughs> Dressed up as a baby. And I like that the suit kind of fits. It's but, a helmet. But the, He's got a big comic book head. And the um, helmet just not even close. Yeah. Um, it was cute. Don't me fix. So which is your favourite suit that we're, we've covered on this little episode here? Um, look, it sounds stupid. I'm going to go with Rainbow Batman. Rainbow Batman? I like Zebra Batman because he could win a, in a fight with all these other Batmans. Yeah, but he- that he's gonna blow them up with like power lines. Yeah, it's, it's so fucking sad in that picture. I gotta show you that one after we record too. Like, it's, it's just unfair. And the bullet one's stupid because he literally gets shot. He wore a target to a shooting range. What do you think was gonna happen? Like, dude, you should have wore a little extra protection onto that one. Hmm. I understand that that's the whole he reason did. for his like. That might so, be where the idea came from, because he gets shot in the bullseye on his chest, and they're like, oh shit, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm covered in like armor there, I'm cool, man. Mm. He just like walks it off. Because I know one of your favorite things is the fact that like... It's the best part of the um, Dark Knight Returns book in general is the excuse for the yellow. Mm. It, it's a bullseye because people are going to aim their guns at the big glowing yellow thing and not my face. Things. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, it's a good justification for it. Well, it's like the whole thing of the only reason that he can fight at night is so he doesn't have a really terrible suntan. Mm. Oh, that's one thing I like about um the Batman, and I don't mean the fucking hell. It's getting complicated. The animated series that came after Batman, the animated series, the Batman, not to be confused with the Robert Pattinson the Batman, the TV series animated. Okay, that one. <laughs> There's a lot of moments in that. Just fucking ignore me. <laughs> But, I usually do. But there's a lot of cool moments in that when uh, the Batman in that just, like, closes the cape. Mm. So he's just a silhouette with, like, the eyes. Uh, you can see his mouth. But, like, it's very just, like, a single oh, object. Yeah, I know what and you're talking just, about now, yes. And he just, like, dodges and weaves and bobs until he can gauge what the other guy's like and then just, like, drops them immediately, figures out their weak points. But I like that you can have the big yellow symbol, but you can also just, like, pull the cape over your shoulders like a curtain and just disappear into the shadow. Look, can I... I like that version. As, it's, it's, as someone I don't has, like the cow on it. It's very round. As someone that's done a bad family cosplay, hmm. the cape's the best part because if it's cold... You hide in it. Insta-blinking. Yeah, I know. You roll up in your, in your capes and you just <laughs> hide in them. When I was building it, I remember you being like, why are you putting so many like sections on it? I'm like, no reason. Yeah, you just, the second I put it on, I was like... Yeah, you just built it into a fucking blanket. You would like to do a costume of an armadillo if you could. Yeah. You roll off I'm getting really good at the cape thing, though. Yeah, capes are fun. Bring them back. Put them in fashion. I brought them back. I wore it at the wedding. Mm, true. Right. People were impressed. That's great. So that'll just about do it for this episode. Sure, there are many other duds out there every time he's a Green Lantern, every time he's a Yellow Lantern, any time he's any fucking thing that isn't just Batman. There's that current one on that cover recently, I don't have enough information, of uh, World's Finest. Do, do you like where Batman the outside the pants or inside the pants? I like it on the outside because it's an iconic look at this point. Like, to try it and check... It breaks him up. It's, it does, yeah. Otherwise but he's in, just one big, like... In the new 52, it's like, oh, we're putting the underpants on the inside. I'm like, fuck off. It's, <laughs> it's built... Like, there's an iconicness to the suit. If you're fucking with it, that's an egotistical thing to be like, yeah, I understand that it's sold so many copies and exists for almost 100 years based on its own iconography and its storytelling, but I know better, so I'm going to change it. Yeah. Fuck off. I hate that attitude. It's so bad. But that's the thing. Like, yes, it's a simple suit, 
Sure. But there are heaps of ways that you can put your own spin on exactly what he wears. You if, don't need to remake a suit. If you go out into, like, my fake comic store that I keep in my shed and look at the new 52 Batman action figure with no underwear on the outside, it it's a wrong. weirdly empty suit. He's got nothing going on. Okay. I've seen Power Rangers with more intricate designs. Like, it's just a big grey torso. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it ain't it, but... I'm, I'm not saying that I want Asriel's, you know... That's a little too far in the complicated direction. Pants, but you need some differentiation. Um, also, if, that section needs a little extra protection. Yeah. People need to know not to kick their... Arkham Asylum, I know we bring that up constantly, but that's like the starting point. It had the underwear on the outside, and it wasn't goofy, it wasn't stupid. It, you barely noticed it. Yeah. Because it's there, and we're not going to call attention to it and bring it up, because we're not being it's weird not, about it. It's, it's not really underwear. Like, he doesn't go and get boxer shorts out of his underwear drawer and put them on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, we call them underwear, and they have always been called them underwear, but that's not what they actually are. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's just the best way to describe it. It's fine. It doesn't need to be fucked with. Um, but, um, yeah, I I will say this, though, before we wrap up. I'm sorry to Mandela affect you listeners, but the Arctic Batman did not have nipples. (laughs) That's right, people. The final 22 minutes, there are no bat nips in Batman and Robin the movie. No, sir. Same with the sonar suit, the Val Kilmer wore. Literally the same. Because with 22 minutes remaining, Bruce and Alfred pulled the top off the prototype suit we know as the sonar suit. I love that that's the same time stamp on the quick put an extra bat suit in to sell toys. Um, it's the third act of the movie. It's when all hope is lost. Yeah. yeah, honestly, if we went into live action movie bat suits, we'd be filling a whole nother episode because without trying to upset anyone, I don't really like any of them. No. Like, maybe... maybe They, they have little, like, bits that are okay. I like Ben Affleck for having grey and black instead of just being blacked out. But his his fucking bat symbol's a big chunky boy. And he doesn't have enough spike on his ear. I like I don't like the Jim Lee little cow spikes. I need Oh, I also don't like that like that era where they're like so they're like twice the size of him. Yeah. There, there's a healthy medium. That's gonna take some support. Frankly, like the original four Batman movies had a good amount of cow. Yeah. Not too much, not too little. And every time you see them in slow motion, they kind of wobble because they're poorly built. <laughs> you want a little fist on the top of your head. You reckon fist length? Yeah. All right, that's, that's a good way of looking at it. That's, um, that's what I'm saying is a good length. Yeah. yeah I don't, there, there's not been a perfect live-action cinema version of the Batsuit. Until he's armoured, like Christian Bale... And then just the bat suit over the top of that shit mm. to make him look like he's just a man who is fucking bulletproof and startproof and crazy. You know, it's a, it's a scare tactic that he looks like a guy. Yeah, but it's also a scare tactic that he looks like a creature of the night. Too scary. Yeah, putting armor on him makes him look like a vulnerable dude that is scared of getting shot. Yes, bulletproof vests are for pussies. <laughs> um, Not nah, look, I. He should have armor of some description. But it should be underneath. I don't like the... It should be underneath. It's a bluff. You gotta look casual. You gotta look casual about it. They're not running into the fight not wearing anything either. Like if that suit there was bulletproof. But you didn't know it by looking. No, it just looks like it's a... It's got like chainmail underneath it. Yeah, yeah. Have one. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and we'll we'll have to come back to this topic another time and do live action movies. We could we could definitely also talk about some of the stupid, ridiculous action figure outfits we've seen in our childhoods. Mm. There's some wacky ones. Um, until then, though, we do have to do a homework question before we get on out of here. Which character do you think has copped the worst costumes to date? Batman's had some shockers, but he's also got one of the most iconic. Mm. Like, who is just consistently struggling? I'm, I'm double checking that my answer is right because we had issues with it oh, yeah. yesterday. Who who is yours? Um, I'm gonna say Nightwing. Oh, just Dick Grayson in general. Yeah. Like 
he had the underpants Robin suit. Um, then when he moved to Nightwing, he had the fucking evil Knievel jumpsuit for a while. Oh, yeah. Remember, like, the very, like, black and blue Elvis. Um, then he had the good, you know, the classic, very sleek, just the blue Nightwing symbol, and that's, like, it. Then it was red, and that was okay, too. But even when they, like... I like that you get into arguments with people about red Nightwing. The guy who was riding the red Nightwing wanted me to get the blue version of my dad, and I argued with him about it. Carl Higgins, um, I liked your book. And I got the tattoo anyway. <laughs> um, I like that he was like, don't do it. Yeah. No one was fans of the New 52, even the guys behind it. But what, I don't know, I like it because it's like a, it's, it's fun to rabbit hold, I think. Hmm. But um, speaking of New 52, um, when Dick Grayson was uh, faked death and then turned into Archer, hmm. it, was, it was a weird costume change, it was a weird fucking thing in all. Um, he gets shot in the head and gets amnesia, and they try to call him Rick. I hate that. Even that suit was... He, he had, like, a Ninja Turtles mask and was wearing, like, a brown and blue kind of ensemble. I remember and, when yeah. you were buying those series, and I was just like, I refuse to even look past the cover, <laughs> yeah. because I'm so mad at them. Yeah, I think Nightwing's had, like, one or two good ones. They've come back to one of them again, so technically three, but, like... But he's gone through a shitload in such a short time, and there's way more duds than winners. Yeah. There's some goofs in there. But what about you? I was afraid you would take that one, so... I, I'm going to go with... And this is the first one that came to mind when you told me homework. Mm. Alison Blair's... Or X, X-Men's Alison Blair, Dazzler. So, the cover that I particularly think of is she's in, like, an 80s jumpsuit. Oh, if I recall, no she was designed to be an 80s, like, lady, um, like a musician. Yes. They were going to, they were going to um, Hannah Montana, this creature. She, she's got, like, the biggest of yellow gold hair. Oh, she's yeah. She's got a no That's like some Starfire-level hair. Suit. That's the very obvious, too. The is, like, full popping. Mm-hmm. In rollerblades. I did. Oh yeah, I see some rollerblades here. Yeah, cool. Like that's so she can get around faster, except for stairs. It's just weird. And then they try to like bring her forward a little bit, so she does like this punk rock. Like the tips of her hair are dyed pink. She's got this weird. It's almost like the original Nightwing mask in the original white jumpsuit one. Yeah. It's like butterfly wings over her eyes. Oh, yeah. So they bring back some of those one of those yeah. for the newer, like, weird one. She had some okay suits. I'm not going to lie. The animated the series one, part. she looks like just a cop. It's just... That's just a policewoman yeah. in a headband. She, she was always trying to be, like, a Xanadu pop star, and it just... Well, that was originally was their plan. They designed weird. the they designed the character, and they were going to do like record an album to go with her, and yeah. then they didn't. But they were like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, just put the book out anyway." It's but like, good. her uncanny X Men suit isn't too bad, but it's because she's in like the suit. Like the rest of her mm. stuff is just questionable, and I don't think I like it. I like a lot of like. It's too like eighties. Try hard. It's hard to explain, but I also really don't like Emma Frost constantly dressing in, like, in the sluttiest stuff she can find. Yeah, I'm fine with it. No, I'm normally fine with that stuff. It's just, it's weird in that book for some reason. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Zombie Tramp, it's kind of in her DNA. Starfire comes up with some bullshit excuse, but then in the New 52, they just took off even more clothing. Like, why? Yeah. Like, (laughs) were we not being, like, pervy enough? But yeah. That's a, I feel bad for the X-Men because they were peaking in that in that window of Spawn 90s that Azrael Batman came from. So there is some fucking trash. <laughs> and that's like... Uh, what can you do? I and then they Rose were peak, was... just vague black leather outfits because of the movies for a while too. And that's like... You can have Rose's a costume. most iconic look is the like... Green, right? X-Men, like, base suit. Alright, but tell me this. Because they have wears... X-Men suit and then they have their individual suit. Yeah. She wears green and yellow. Yeah. And a headband. 
Yeah. A lot of these people are wearing headbands, man. That's and she she has the frozen, like, long white stripe. Yeah, yeah. Because her power... She is the only person mm. that I'm like, yeah, she needed to take the antidote. Because her power is to suck the life out of stuff. Yeah, she when she touches that. it. Mm. But the lady who can, can you know, play with weather says, nah, man, you, you want to keep that shit. Like, I understand. I feel bad for the whole ex. It, it <laughs> makes her, like, unique as a person and things like that, mm. but... She like she can't enjoy a flower. She, she can't has, step on grass. She can't like. She has a southern accent too, right? Or is everything. that someone else? Yeah. Okay. Um, her and um, Gambit, card throwing guy. No, no, fire. What's his name? In the film, the, he keeps a zipper ladder in his pocket so he can like because he can't start the fire. But yeah, pyro. Yeah, he can. Influence fire, but he can't create it. Yeah, so he keeps a zipper pocket, a zipper ladder in his pocket so that he can like. <laughs> okay. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm happy. Alright. Do you want to sign off then? Okay. Because, you know, that's what you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm content. Um, ladies and future boys, this has been a little bit of a, um, a bit of a fashion critiquing episode. Which felt weird, like, immediately after I'd started the topic, but I'd already committed so I was looking at Rainbow Batman. And I was like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta fucking explore some of this." That wasn't even what started us. Mm-hmm. We saw a joke um, action figure of um, Bill Fingers Batman. Oh, yeah. no, not Bob, not Bill Finger. Bob Kane's Bob Kane Batman. Batman. Yeah, and it said Batman. Featuring no Bill Finger. Yeah, and it was the not red featuring suit. Bill Finger. <laughs> and we were like. What yes. is that? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thank you for listening to this one. Um, I'm sure we'll do a part two another time. But in the meantime, I am your host, Herbert Apollo. I'm joined by producer Kyle. Bah. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, do all those things. And we will see you next time. Class dismissed. Au revoir.